It's the Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. But I'll take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. This morning's Frenzy is brought to you by Marine General, Chalstrom's Archery and Bait and Tackle, Northwest Outlet, RJ Sport and Cycle, and the Fisherman's Corner. Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Well, we had an interesting week of weather, and good morning. Welcome to KDAL, Friday Fishing Frenzy, with Opie, and Russ Francisco at Marine General Supply. Good morning. Good morning, how are you? Pretty good. I'll tell you, we've had some weather, and I was out in the hottest day uh, in a long time on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Black dog, black boat, black interior. Um... We went swimming. <laughs> we actually, my dog and I decided to do a little wading and tripped on a rock and went swimming. But did I catch fish? Oh, yes. I'm, bra- I'm bragging here. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, my last two adventures have been pretty bad. But minnows are it on uh, Inland Lakes right now. Yeah, it's definitely minnows. Some people playing with crawlers yet. People are calling for leeches, but minnow no. seems to be the thing of the day. Uh, you can't get leeches, can you, Russ? Um, I can't get them. I think uh, anybody can get them right now. I talked to um, one of the trappers, and they they are getting a little bit of lake run leeches, mm. but some of them are a quarter inch long. Oh. Uh, some of them are, you know, what we would call maybe medium leeches and stuff. So most most people are just giving up. Well, I suppose right now my grandfather would probably put corn on the hook, a couple of little kernels down there. Yep, for sure. Yeah. That might work. This might work. How are we doing on Lake Superior? I know the weather has been good, bad, in between. Yeah, it's been, we finished, we're finishing a lot better than we started, let me tell you. So yeah. fishing is good. Um, people are catching fish offshore already, so that's, uh, water's cold, maybe that's why. Uh, what would the water temperature be surface-wise? What have you seen? Um, it's up in the in the fifties and even close to sixty in some days uh, on the surface. Yeah. All you got to do is get a wind switch and it's back to forty two, forty three degrees. So it never did warm up this year, not very much at all. What do you think the temperature is at the bottom? Say hundred feet. Well, I don't know what it is right now, but a month ago it was it was forty two degrees. So it was forty two from the surface to the bottom wow. uh, up the North Shore. We'll have to see. Um, uh, what we get for sunshine here to put a little more warmth in it, but there, there isn't much warming during the day because the sun isn't up very high. So um, I'm thinking uh, we'll probably be in the 40s again. However, you know, the inland lakes uh, really never got up to 80, and I talked oh. to a fellow yesterday that uh, surface temperature was 65, 67 degrees, you know, yep. so it isn't cooling very fast either. Yep, you're right. I had seen some 70s, but that was that, that super hot, calm day on Tuesday. That was kind of an artificial reading with uh when it was that nice. Yep. All right, so uh, what do we need? Are we getting ready for uh, putting the boats away? Uh, some things we should think of, Russ? Well, yeah, definitely. You know, So people are buying more winterization every day. They've been dragging their feet, but they're starting to do it now. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, stabilizers, uh, 100 below antifreeze. Uh, we've got all the oil filters and oil uh, and uh, lower unit loops. You know? So we've got all that stuff ready to go. Uh, we're still selling more summer stuff than we are fall and winter, but 
Uh, we, we, yesterday we got a bunch of orders for ice fishing. So mm. people are starting to turn the corner, you know, it's, um, as they probably should, but geez, the weather's nice. So take advantage of it. Uh, I mean, you know, sixties and sunshine is pretty nice weather. So we might have a good, uh, good run of it yet for a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. Let's, let's hope so. Now the batteries are always one of the things I like to talk about because they're a very expensive piece of equipment over a hundred dollars per battery. And some boats have yep. three, four. Or more. Or more, I suppose, yeah. We uh, we seem to go through batteries on our boat because of the stupid owner. Mm-hmm. The big thing, you know, when you put them away now this fall, uh, charge them up full. Make sure they're charged before you put them away. Take the wires off uh, and let them sit. You can bring them in the house if you want, but even if they're charged full and you let them sit, uh, they'll be fine for the spring. Uh, the biggest problem we do is that we 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 don't charge them up full, and then they freeze over the winter, and then they're not much good in the spring. You might get a little bit out of them, but not very much. Uh, the other thing to do is make sure if they're a uh, fillable battery that you top the water off before you charge it the last time. So ah, that's important. Good point. Now, I've got a Minn Kota charger that was built into the boat, and uh, I finally read the manual, and you're supposed to leave that thing plugged in for per- perpetuity. So that's the other thing you can do. So there's two things. If you leave it plugged in all the time, let it charge all winter. There's nothing wrong with that. You ought to check them now and then, do batteries now and then, to make sure that they're, they're still full of water. Yes. Uh, and take take the, uh, again, take the wires off. Because even when you don't hook your depth spur, it's not on. If you put it in the garage, you leave all the equipment on, it'll still draw juice. It always does. Yeah, there you go. That's the word, draw. Yep, yep. And so you want to make sure you take the wires off. At least the positive wire, for sure. Okay. You know, see, no, I would have taken the negative, but that's the, <laughs> I'm a negative guy. <laughs> One other thing, there's, and I can't remember the words in the manual of the Minn Kota charger. Uh, it brings it up, and then it it stays on and does some things to the battery as it's charging it. And I, I don't know the terminology on that. Oh. Uh, when you when you charge a battery with a Minkota charger or or Noco or any of the, the top names in chargers, marine chargers, they actually discharge the battery and desulfonate the uh, batteries. And so they they take that scale that's on the on the lead plates and it actually dissolves it and, and it, it crumbles into powder basically and floats to the bottom. And uh, that makes the battery last a lot longer. Some of the new interstate batteries are sealed and uh, mm-hmm. they get uh, three four times the life out of them. Uh, and that's because they uh, they take the charge better. They're, they're willing to uh, take that charge and desulfonate. Well, the new lithium batteries are a different story. They're expensive. Mm-hmm. You want to take care of them. You don't fill them with water, nothing. Uh, and but you need a specialty charger for it. And if you use a regular charger, they never come up to charge. They never they they say they're charged, but they're not. Yeah. So you need a special lithium charger for that. So uh, we've had some people that uh, and these chargers are changing a little bit, but. Um, when these, uh, they're just like phones. When the batteries get really dead, mm-hmm. uh, they don't take a charge very well. Uh, and so, you, uh, so some of those chargers, we actually have to jump the battery uh, to let the charger know it's okay to charge them. Then it'll charge them. Wow! Uh, it's, it's sort of goofy. So we're learning all kinds of things about lithium as we go in chargers. Uh, that's still pretty new technology. I'm thinking sometime next year uh, that technology will have really taken a turn for the better, and then uh, maybe the price of the batteries will come down. Right now, they're close to a thousand dollars a piece, so they're expensive. Whoa! Oh, and they're heavy too. No, they're light. They're 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 thirty percent the weight of a regular battery. Oh, really? That's why people do it. So some of these big bass boats have six batteries, eight batteries on them. Wow. To run, you know, because they have nine depth sounders and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of them have six of them. And they, so that saves them uh, like uh, forty pounds per battery. So uh, it's uh, and that's why they do it. 
but it's expensive. The chargers aren't too bad. Uh, they've come down in price, so they're pretty normal now. So uh, we'll see what happens for next year. But right now, they're, they're still going to be, you know, 700 to to $1,000 for a good lithium battery for a boat. So, um, but, they, you know, like I say, they, they charge up in a couple hours. Um, the ones we put into uh, crankdown houses actually have a, a small little uh, heater built in, so that keeps the battery warm, so it'll uh, discharge correctly and charge correctly. So if you're outside, and, and again, lithium batteries don't really like the extreme cold, so uh, they have a little device in them to put a little heat to them. Well, that's amazing. What are we? This is crazy, but it's true, and uh, and I appreciate the information. Is it some good deals at Marine General, real quick? Yep. For another week, we're going to sell all the kayaks out front at twenty percent off. All the rods and reels that are upstairs are twenty percent off. Um, we've got uh, Fred's got boots up. He's got I think he's got those at twenty percent off. He's got some uh, gloves up at twenty percent off. At the end of this week and into next week, we'll start pulling all the the rest of the summer stuff and and uh, we'll leave a little bit out. Of course, always we always do, but we'll start putting all heavy winter stuff. We'll try and have the jigs out and and uh, tents and stuff on the lot probably by uh, I don't know at least by the tenth of October, but maybe before. <laughs> Well, ice up will probably be the end of October. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. Right. Thank you, Russell. Appreciate it. Okay. See ya. At All Marine right. General, 15th Avenue East and London Road, 922. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Tack it up, tack it up, buddy, gonna shut you down. Beach Boys? Well, of course. Oh, notice how we chopped up to the vocal there. <laughs> yeah, I can't find the volume. There we go. Oh. I was turning down everything except the music. <laughs> Showing my age. Oh, Brown Institute, where are you? <laughs> We're going to scoot over to Superior and talk to Pat Kukul at Superior Shooter Supply. Beautiful day to get ready for the hunting season. Oh, I tell you, they've been coming in in droves. Thank goodness for that. And uh, we I just unloaded about 10 cases of trap loads. Now, I have I don't can't remember where I saw all that congregated together in one place. <laughs> where has that been sitting all these well months? Oh, yeah, you better ask. Someplace in Winchester's warehouse. I don't know. I don't know. Waiting for the prices to go up. I did I say that out loud? Uh, okay. No. <laughs> what what are the what's the trap loads? Not trap loads. I guess I was going with the birds, the the clay pigeons birds. and stuff. What are they made out? Oh, are they really clay? That, well, they are, but they have some that are made that are bio, bio, biodegradable also. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they do. So there's there's that, uh, but mostly it's it's clay. We used to get the big warning on there, toxic for yeah. hogs. Because, oh. <laughs> so I don't know what they put in that, but uh, mm. now they have biodegradable. Some of the biodegradable uh uh, birds, clay birds, didn't work well in some of the electric trap throwers, though they were right. too soft. Yep, yeah, they would shatter on, on loading. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we do have, we have, uh, we do have uh, clay birds here, and this time of the year, especially people love to just take them out, and they have either a hand thrower or an electric thrower themselves and kind of tune themselves up for bird season. And so that's that. We, we always notice we always bring them in. We have them year round, but we always see a lot of them going out the door this time of the year. I was messing so, around in the garage and I found my old hand thrower. Oh gosh! And that's an antique. I think so, and I know I had trouble with it when when I used it because I would throw it so hard, like a baseball, and shatter yeah. on the on the flight. Didn't yeah. even have to shoot. It was pretty pretty broken for you. <laughs> I interrupted you. Keep going. 
I don't remember where I was. You know, I am old and I drink and I can't. Sometimes I get confused. So mm-hmm. we were talking about we were talking about people tuning up for bird season. Superior Trap Club is also open now, and they've all, they're always open to the public. But they are open uh, Sundays for a while, and that that's also helpful. Of course, everybody's always wants to get out in the woods right away, but mm-hmm. woods are kind of leafy yet, and probably will continue to be leafy. I think the leafies the the height of the color, knock on wood here, would probably be October ten, twelve, fifteen. Yeah. Yep, it usually usually is. Yeah, they're open. I'm just reading it now. They're opening Sundays beginning September 25th, good. and they open at 11 o'clock. I don't know how long they're going to run, but that's a good chance to, you know, tune up your firearms, make well, sure everything's working properly. Yeah, and, and you can't, sure you can't shoot grouse anyway because there's too many leaves. Too many leaves. So yeah. let's, we'll shoot clay birds. Uh, what I, you, I, I got to ask you, what have you heard? Are, are people getting birds? Yeah, I I was just reading. <laughs> I haven't really heard anything in Wisconsin. The expectations are high. Yeah, and yeah, they really are. And the expectations apparently are high for waterfall too. Um, and that's good. Which is it's been pretty uh, not so good the last few years, but they they're high. The turkeys are, are abounding oh. uh, also, and uh, we you know I. Of course, depending on where you're at, too, with the grouse. In our neck of the woods in Bayfield County, I flushed up quite a few when I'm walking, but I don't don't hunt much grouse anymore because we don't have a dog. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, we've used yeah. dog and we've used feet and, and never feet, get them yeah. anyway. Um, uh, if they want to hunt geese, they can go right ahead. Oh, gosh, isn't this? Do you remember when it was almost crazy that if you saw one goose? Yes, it was um, like yeah. a picture moment. It was, and everybody had a call, and everybody had to run out and look at the goose, and and now it's like, get these geese away. Hang on, (laughs) I'm going to let you sign off here, and then I've got a story about where these geese came from. Uh, So, Pat, how do we find you? We're on the corner of Ogden and Winter in Superior. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturday, 9 to 5. you got everything, and you're a lot of fun, too. We are. We're a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's the phone ringing. So, Dave, can I uh, talk now for a second? Well, you can talk as long as you want. It's your show. Well, in your fire. All right. Um, See you later. I was uh, working part-time up at Inger Golf Course, and they had some geese problems, and somebody called somebody for some help, and a goose guy came from Rochester, uh, head of the Goose Unlimited Oh, okay. At one time, I'm going to say 20, 25 years ago, maybe, there weren't any geese, as, as Pat just talked about. Where were the geese? Well, they got hit by some virus and maybe some overhunting, yeah. I'm not sure. Or maybe up in Canada, things got goofy. But um, the only <clears throat> mating herd, what do they call that? Uh, a gaggle? Gaggle of geese? A gaggle yeah. of geese was down in Rochester <laughs> at Silver Lake, uh, uh-huh. right by the sewage treatment plant. Oh, uh, sure. You know, it's nice and warm there. <laughs> and they had a handful of geese. And people said, let's transport them out to various mm-hmm. lakes. It worked. Yeah, sure did. And that guy uh, then was going around telling people what to do to mm. mitigate your yeah, goose problem. Right. Uh, I think Neil covered that a little bit ago, so I won't. Well, hopefully they do fly south, don't they? Or do yeah, they, they just do. hang around yeah, here? Yeah. Okay. And boy, do they have babies. I think they have <laughs> a couple clutches a year. Okay. I've right, got to take a break. We'll talk to John Charlstrom coming right up. 
the fishing frenzy with Rick Jordan. KDAL, Duluth Superior, Johnny Charlstrom on the frenzy at Charleston's Bait, Tackle, Archery, Rice Lake Road on the left side if you're headed north. Morning, John. Good morning. Well, we're in the hunting seasons, and uh, I don't know if Mother Nature is as cooperative as perhaps we want her to be. Well, I don't know. These last couple of days, now that the the temp's starting to crash, it's really starting to feel like fall instead of summer, and I like fall. Well, Tuesday, it felt like um, mid-August. I mean, uh, we're on Island Lake, and I'll bet it was 90 degrees in my boat, and the water was 73 degrees surface. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, we had a real hot day Tuesday, and, and uh, I think that's, maybe that's the last hot one we're going to see. I don't know. I'm counting uh, on that one. I remember my dog was sitting there, a black dog in a black boat, and she looked at me like, get me out of here. <laughs> so we uh, we did a little yeah. swimming and wading, and then, boy, did I catch fish! By the way, at uh, sixteen to twenty feet. Yeah, that that, uh, that fishing it's picking right back up. We're we're kind of getting into fall mode. Uh, water temps on the lakes are starting to drop a little bit. A little bit. The fish are getting a lot more aggressive, and uh, you know when when that water starts to cool down. People start to uh, go with the lar- the larger baits, start being more productive again. Uh, I used uh, good sized minnows. Yeah, a lot of people use them like the the pike suckers and the yeah. and the, the, the bigger chubs. And they're doing good. Yeah, did, I was very surprised that uh, first cast brought in a uh, fourteen uh, inch walleye. And to me, that's a uh, that's a lunker up there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the only trophy. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you. We called it an Island Lake Lunker, anything over 12 inches. Yep. But big northerns, too. And uh, I had something on the other day that uh, couldn't land. Actually broke the broke the line. Oh, cool. It, it that's, been, that's exciting stuff that makes a guy keep going back. Yeah, it gives you excitement. All right, we're getting into a lot of uh, archery seasons, too. And, boy, you are the place to go. Yeah, archery's been busy this last week. Normally, once we get to the uh, archery season opener, the uh, archery really falls off. But this year, it's been a archery's been a lot more of a slow start, hmm. and and it's but it's still going. When by now it's normally pretty quiet back there, and uh, just in the last couple of days, people walking in and walking out with bows. Good. Well, not everybody is hunting with their uh, archery sets. Uh, some are just uh, friendly target people. Yeah, and we do have quite a few target archers that that like to come in and, and just uh, just shoot the paper. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. There's still a, about the 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 bulk of our business is the the folks that shoot the paper to get sighted in to go shoot a deer. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, what are we, a month away? A little over a month. For the archery season opened last week, and then rifle, that's that's coming up November. Yeah. And the grouse season runs through, oh, Christmas. 
Have you have yep. you heard about anybody stop by and say, "Boy, the grouse are thick out there," or or they were missing? <laughs> right now, we're hearing a lot of people talk about how thick the woods are. Yeah, sounds like the, there's definitely some grouse this year, but uh, until the, until the uh, um, the grasses and, and some of the leaves come down, um, pretty tough to see them in this heavy cover. It sure is. It sure is. Uh, I like it when they fly a little bit, that, that, that distinctive flutter. You can kind of trace it with your eyes and say, ah, there he is, up in the tree. Yep. Um, there is some thought about only shoot them when they're flying. If they're roosted, they're protected. No, come on. Well, we got all kinds of different sportsmen out there, and, and a lot of guys, you know, if you're if you're really into the sport and you're out there using dogs and yeah. stuff, it's it's nice to, nice to take them in the air because that's usually a lot safer. You're spotted uh, brown and white dogs. Are they uh, bird hunters? <laughs> they like to hunt the birds until the guns go off. Oh. They're, they're a little, little gun shy on both the, my spaniels. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah, well, they're cute anyway. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're mascots more than anything. Got some good deals there at the store you want to talk about? Oh, uh, propane. We're selling a lot of propane oh, yeah. going into the fall. Uh, it's not as cheap as the last few years, but uh, um, we're we're selling it a dollar a pound. Okay. So it's pretty easy to figure out. If you got a 20-pound tank, it's going to be $20. If you have one of those great big 100-pound tanks, Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Well, you got to have it. Go get it at Charleston's. Right on the way. Johnny, you always fun to talk to you. What uh, What are your hours in? Bay Chap opens up every morning at six, closes at eight, seven on Sundays, and the archery opens up in the mornings at nine, closes at uh, seven on Sundays. And you've got ice cream and ice. That's great. Thank you, John. See you. See you later. Um, I had a dog. Well, I've had good dogs, and then I've had the current dog. <laughs> the current dog looks just like he might be listening. Come the on, the good, <laughs> the good dog. Okay, Sag. He was yeah. Sag, the Wonder Dog. He was incredible. But this one, uh, when she was a puppy, I took her out and I started with a cap gun and worked my way oh, up sure. to a mm-hmm. twenty gauge, and I kept away from her and my son got back from overseas military he was in the mid-east mm-hmm. sand in his boots you know yeah so he comes back and he grabs a 16 gauge and he takes the dog out <laughs> behind the red gate and he said "Bavoom!" <laughs> and that was the last time that dog would even look oh, at a boy. gun how about that scared the stuffy yeah i suppose so that's uh some dogs i guess don't care other dogs they're they love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's it's. Hmm. They're crazy. They're dogs. Kind of like people. Ooh, we're gonna take a break now. We better read. The fishing frenzy with Rick Jordan. Okay, you got me on this one. Who is it? Uh, Huey Lewis and the News. Gotcha. All right. All right, we're going to see Chris. 
at Superior Guns and Ammo. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Oh, you're busy over there, I guess, huh? Ah, we're always busy, but I'm always busy in, my, in the back room, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, you got that way of faking it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do any gunsmithing. No, yeah, I'm totally swamped with gunsmithing right now. So what? Uh, what kind of? What are they bringing in and saying fix this? What's broken? Everything. Oh. I do a lot of a lot. Of, I do a lot of barrel threading for suppressors and comps. I do cleanings. I do everything possible. So if they want, right now I don't have my bluing tank set up. But that I think that was going to come sooner or later. Yeah. But yeah. But other than that, they they bring everything in. I've got uh, I don't know what it is. Sixteen gauge single barrel. Let it rust in the in the garage that uh, you can do that oh yeah for sure yep we can uh i can get if i can't blue it here i can polish it up and send it off somewhere that can get blued yeah polishing so. i think would really help it <laughs> well yeah polishing is the most expensive part of bluing so hmm well yep. uh, we're getting ready for hunting season how are you guys doing what do you how, what do you do to get ready for this rush we uh well i tell people to get their firearms and as soon as possible so we can get them cleaned up and sighted in for them. Don't wait for the the next the day before hunting season to come in and say, "Hey, I need a scope." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, that that turns into it's really hectic. And then we also try and get as much ammo in, which is kind of a bear right now. But we're getting more and more, and it's it's hopefully it'll turn around soon. What do you when people come in and say, "I'm going deer hunting. What do I need?" What you know? That's a that's a loaded question, literally. Well, yeah, pretty much you got to set them up with a gun. You have to figure out what caliber they want, if they want a bigger gun or smaller gun. You Are they a small they person, a big person? Yep, yeah. yep. Or if they can handle recoil and mm-hmm. give them better options so they're not fighting the gun when you're shooting it, then you have to have them pick out. This. It's all them. They have to pick out everything that they want. We don't try and pressure anybody into anything that they don't want. So the gun has to fit them just like anything else, and yeah. So uh, we, we just send them in a certain direction, and hopefully they stay in that direction. You have used gun. You have used guns too. Oh, we have tons of used guns. Yep, we have tons and tons of used guns. Really nice, really good prices on them. Really good selection. We and you're you're growing. You people can drive by and watch them. Watch you grow. Yeah, we're growing somewhat. Yep, we're, our footprint isn't changing, but the inside's getting a lot better. Uh-huh. A lot better selection for sure. Yeah, I got to stop by. It was a long time ago that I was in there. Uh, where are you located? Um, 619 Ogden. Very good. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate the visit. No problem. You have a great day. You too. Shoot straight. Quarter to ten. We Break time. Hey, we'll be right back. Don't make it bad. Is this actually the Beatles or just Take Paul McCartney? I believe it's the Beatles. And make it Paul is singing, but the rest of the Beatles are there. Remember yeah. To let her I guess. Into your mm-hmm. Back on the frenzy. Hey, Jude. And Dave Miller, Northwest Outlet, at 1814 Belknap and Superior. Are you getting ready for hunting season? <laughs> no, I'm not getting ready for hunting season, but first, hey, Rick, and hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jude. You know, um, I, I've said it before, but I'm not much of a hunter and I'm not much of a fisherman, but it's woodcutting season. Oh, f- and And that's what trips my trigger. Well, I would love you to come up to our house and do a little of your trigger in there. That's what yeah. trips your trigger. Nice plan. Yeah. Well, I've got the woodsheds all full, and, mm-hmm. and uh, next year's wood is, uh, is well about three quarters cut and ready. And oh, I'm just itching to get out for more. But it's speaking of itching, it's long underwear season. 
But I got to ask you, what kind of wood is it? Popple, cedar, pine? Um, well, it's mostly oak. Um, we got, um, yeah, we got a lot of oak, and so that. And I, you know, I tend to just pick the dead stuff, and and it just kind of keeps on coming. But then I like popple, and you know, Mary's uh, Mary's grandpa or grandma used to cook over a wood cook stove, and mm-hmm. she she always talked about the popple for bacon because. It turned to coals quick and and had a nice constant temperature, and I, I thought, well, that's interesting, you know. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so, and and we we're let's see, we were getting into hunting season before I interrupted you. Oh, oh gosh, you know the as far as hunting season goes at the store, it's kind of been crazy here, um, and it's you know it's more than hunting season too, but but uh, uh, you know i mean everybody's looking at being outside and doing stuff the workers are getting cold outside and um yesterday was just crazy with um, with customers in the store so we're, uh, we're 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 getting really wound up to deal with with uh, cold weather and trying to keep people warm well uh we all know what to do it's just a matter of getting our tails in gear to to do it well yeah and and you know the the hard part for us is 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 stuff comes in the door, you know, sometimes staggered out enough that you can deal with it. And yeah. this year, what's coming in is coming in and just truckloads all at the same time. And so <laughs> we're, we're struggling to get everything out. And there's a few things that are still on the road. But it it's like, you know, now if you were to come in the store today, you would see a whole bunch of new stuff. But you're only probably seeing 25% of the new stuff that's coming in. Wow. And next week, it's going to be another thing. And it, so it's it, you know we're we're in the process, but the store is kind of a kind of a fun place to see the changes and the things that are going on. And and you know I you know last year was kind of a year that I talked about this too. But talking with our suppliers and seeing what we're getting and what we're not getting, um, I without being hard sell, I I'm really urging folks that if there's something that you need, the early bird's going to get the worm here this year. Um, it's 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 another one of those years of dealing with stuff that that you order that doesn't come in yeah. and, and everything else and so I, I it's just a thought to put out and and you know like for us our season normally starts out with the working guy that's needing the Carhartt and the area work clothes and the cold weather stuff and and at the same time it's kind of the kids we've got we don't have all of the kids in yet but then it's the ladies and the men's and and our like our our winter footwear, we're looking really pretty darn good with all of that stuff. And uh, hat socks and gloves have been coming in. Um, the socks, smart wool socks, darn tough socks, we're, we're looking pretty good with all of that. But we're in long underwear, too. <laughs> it's it's a great thing this time of the year. Yes, it is. You'll love it even more in about two months. So you, yeah. your store is in Wisconsin, which is the sixth best state for fishing. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, who do you think is number one? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Florida. Oh, Florida. Florida oh. by quite a few percentage points. Uh, I suppose, you know, they're, they're, well, it doesn't matter up here whether the water's hard or soft. I yeah. guess we can, we get by with it, but down there they got nice conditions the whole time. they got salty water and dirty fresh water. Alaska's uh, number two, Montana three, Minnesota four, Texas five, and Wisconsin six. Okay, well, we're in there. We're in there. Right up there. Yeah. Out of 50 and states, that's not bad. I'd I'd much rather be in these two states than any other two, i got to tell you. You got that right. What are your hours at Northwest Outlet in Wisconsin? 
we are open uh, Monday through Friday, 9 until 6, Saturday 9 to 5.30, closed on Sundays. And folks, the wood ticks are still out, so you got to do some checking. And uh, and it's a great yep. time to get those kids out and get them ready for school with the clothes that they need and, and let them have fun. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend, and don't worry about the sunburn too much. Over and out. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Just chatting with Matt King at Fisherman's Corner. This is a great season. People can hunt and fish and do about anything outside. Good morning, Matt. Morning. Yeah, you're you're exactly right, Rick. And, uh, and boy, did uh, fall come in the air the last <laughs> few mornings here. It, uh, really cooled off, and uh, that's uh, it's kind of uh, getting everybody out there, and they're getting fired up. And uh, but I'm I, I'm seeing still. Uh, you know what? There was four boats uh, right away at the store this morning. Guys going out fishing still Ooh. too. So I, how's um, the wind? I didn't notice wind today. Was it? It's it, it's a little breezy today. Okay. Um, Nuts. But, uh, you know, they're going out uh, fishing still, and, uh, you know, they've been, uh, I think a lot of guys tell me that they don't even start fishing until September where they really get after them. So uh, that's good, and, uh, you know, you can enjoy some nice, cool weather. And um, we got the opener of waterfall season this, this uh, Saturday. So um, guys have really been coming in, uh, the steel shot and the non-toxic shot, been bouncing off the shelves here the last few days um i'm trying to trying to keep up with it and i think we're uh hopefully we'll get a bunch more in here uh either today or uh like uh, later this weekend so good hey uh have you seen any grouse i haven't uh you know usually i got them right on my driveway (laughs) and uh, i haven't seen any uh yet i haven't been out grouse hunting yet which my dogs are not happy with me uh-huh. um but uh we've we've had a lot of stuff uh we get a lot of buying shows this time of the year too so we've been busy doing that and whatnot but uh i'm gonna get them out this weekend a little bit and uh they'll uh they'll really enjoy that so uh not to give too many secrets away but where would you go what part of the world well, you know, I like that uh, that Jesse area up there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and that's uh, that's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get up that way and do a little bit up there, and uh, you know, and then <laughs> uh, I like to go towards Brimson too. Yeah. Um, and do uh, there's quite a bit of stuff. That's where I deer hunt, so I know that area really well, and a lot of uh, trails and stuff like that. So, um, you know, so I'm trying to figure out how I can get my without hauling a big trailer i'd like to get a little thing behind my side by side so i can put the dog kennels in there so i can go like way back in the woods Mm -hmm. and then hit the trails that are like five miles back in the woods where not as many people are and then i can you know just park it and then uh, hop out with the dogs and and hit those trails but i gotta figure out the right the right way to do that yeah that's the problem the easy trails can be well too easy and they're over hunted right Right, and so that's why I'd like to get back in the woods a little further, um, which I'm not opposed to walking, but it's it's nice if you can just kind of zip back there mm-hmm. and then stop and, you know, just park your side-by-side there and let the dogs out and then walk, you know, from there for a few hours. You, know? uh, you, you probably hunted Three Lakes Road area. Oh, I have. Yeah, I have. Me too. Been, 
been a few years, but I've, I have. Um, you know, I like to, uh, I got the, uh, you know, two young dogs now, so it's, it's, uh, it's made it a lot more fun to, uh, see them work and, uh, they're getting, <laughs> they're getting into that two and three years old now. Mm-hmm. So they're, uh, you know, and they, and they just, they enjoy it. And, uh, so, uh, a lot of fun so uh, I, i'll tell you uh, hunting with an old dog is easier uh, she's not going to find any birds but she i can keep up with her right they, they <laughs> you don't have to like keep an eye on them all every second because they, right. they're smart they know what they're doing yeah and, yep they, they know you got food in your pocket hey we got a couple of minutes better give us some good deals at fish corner yeah, so we got, I mean, we got still, uh, you know, lots of guns in stock, uh, ammo. Uh, we're trying to keep up, like I said. But we are loaded on hunting gear, uh, vests and suits and rain gear and, you know, just everything hunting. Hats, you know, waders, boots, all that stuff. Um, we got it. Hiking boots to waders to, you know, warm boots to muck boots to, you know, we got all that stuff. So, uh and we got a pretty good supply. We're doing really good, um, you know, with all that stuff. Upland, you know, uh, upland jackets. Uh, we got these banded upland vests and jackets that are they're kind of burr proof and stuff. Yes. So they're very nice, um, you know. And and we we're we're still running some great deals on fishing stuff. I've got uh, still the gift certificate deal if you buy a a St. Croix rod or a fish hawk, and I got uh, 20% off all the reels still, mm-hmm. uh, 20% off the big lake stuff. So, I mean, we got a lot of stuff in stock still and uh, some great deals there. And like I said, uh, the season is there, and uh, we're ready for you. So come on up and take a look. Beautiful. Thank you. It's Thank Fisherman's, you have a good weekend. Fisherman's Corner. Thank you, Matt. Be good. Have fun. Shoot straight. We're running out of time pretty quick here, Dave. So, uh, Minnesota's not the top fishing spot. Neither is Wisconsin. <laughs> Who's the worst? The worst. Okay, if you if you got a buddy around, Dave knows this, so yeah. he can't play. But if you got a buddy around, we got fifty states and District of Columbia. The worst for fishing, D.C. Yeah. But they've got that river there. I, I know there's bass fishermen in that <laughs> that river. I don't know. Nevada is fifty. Their one lake is drained. (laughs) All they're catching now is old bodies. (laughs) Thank you.